You are valuable. You do have purpose. You are not what they said you were. Prosperity will find you. You are successful. You are beautiful. Your past does not define you. The moment you decide to look outside of yourself for value is the moment you give your rights away to be authentically you. Your value is not in what your mother thinks of you, what your father thinks of you, what your family and friends think of you. Your value is what you think of yourself. That is the secret to authentically loving and being you. Welcome to Soul Food with Sadie. It's time to feed your soul, uplifting others through inspiration, motivation, and edifying the soul so we can be the best version of ourselves. Here's your host, Sadie Evans. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for listening to Soul Food with Sadie. I have a very special guest for season two, all about mindset. I have the CEO of Just Commit Coaching. Her name is Jennifer Chapman. How are you, Jennifer? Tell us about who you are. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Sadie. Uh, Yeah, I am Jennifer Chapman, and I am uh, from Indianapolis, and uh, a mindset coach for other women out there that, you know, gone through life-changing experiences or events and are trying to overcome, overcome the challenges that come with that, but also accept and embrace this new version of themselves and learn how to move forward similar, basically similar to what I, I went through three years ago. And I just know what a coach did for me at that point. So, yes, I see that when I had read your bio that you had lost your mother at 11 believe and then at 34 you had some things happen and when you got into this life coaching thing it was like a epiphany it was like everything kind of was falling together for you and it really blessed your life and you want to do that for others can you tell us exactly how you got to where you are today oh man such a powerful question yeah like you said so when I turned 34 I had this epiphany that my mom had passed away at 34 And I always just knew I was age 11. So that was already tragic enough, obviously, as a, you know, a young child to lose her mom. So, so young and so abruptly. Um, And then to turn 34, I just had this moment, like, I still feel so young. I just have so much more I want to do and be. And then literally nine months later, suffering a stroke at 34. And so I went through the the physical rehab of that um, and, and really struggled mentally and emotionally with with accepting, you know, this new version of myself and didn't realize until I was working with a coach that I was grieving a part of me. Like I was grieving my mom. I was now grieving this old version of myself. So it was really working, working with her, working with my coach that I I hired for probably eight or nine months to really allow everything to kind of come full circle and really define my purpose now in this life. That is so good because a lot of times individuals never get to that place where they can define their purpose, you know, and I don't know, I don't don't think in your bio you said how your mother passed, but was it from a stroke as well? You know, it wasn't. We had had no family history of a stroke. Um, She passed away as crazy as it sounds 
all I can describe it as is an allergic reaction to something that she ate and her body did not um, handle that. And she ended up really just her throat swelling and never really coming back to. So it was very sudden um, within, you know, 24 hours of that happening, she was gone. So very traumatic. Yeah, very, very traumatic. And you found the purpose in that, the purpose in that pain. Were there any limited beliefs that stood in your way when you became to build and just commit coaching? Or even when you decided to get into coaching yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the all the limiting beliefs in some way, shape or form have, have come up, right? I mean, they they did, you know, when I was playing sports and, you know, an, an athlete growing up and, you know, that, that just looking back now, realizing like how far back did my self-doubt go? You know, it wasn't just now as becoming a new coach and having the doubt, my own abilities and capabilities of, of serving others, but really through this certification, it was going back to when did I first start to have this limiting belief? And it was, it was shortly after my mom passed, to be honest. And, and I started playing sports and um, really put a lot of pressure and stress on myself to think that I needed to be the best. And I did that, you know, ongoing through my my career in, in sales before I, I now become a coach and have s- still battled that. That's the biggest one for me, for sure. So from what I hear you saying, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is a little bit of your limited beliefs came from fear because I mean, at 11, and your mother died from something so traumatic, I'm sure that set fear in so that automatically our brains is trying to protect us, but it's really limiting us from becoming the best versions of ourselves. So I'm hearing that fear was kind of the root of your limited belief. Can you dive a little deeper in there for the listeners? I mean, you're spot on with it. Um, and just learning through uh, the the coaching you know, trainings and certification that I'm going through, what fear actually is meant to do for you, which like you said, it was trying to protect me and keep me safe in some capacity, but a lot of people obviously just don't see it that way. And if you don't know how to overcome that, you, you can easily not only fall into it, but stay in the fear and do not know how to, to step outside of that, step out of that your comfort zone of life, literally, and start to get comfortable in the discomfort. Yes, complacency. A lot of people stay in that place. Actually, for myself, I was there for a very long time. So I'm just looking at your background, and I just keep seeing Just Commit Coaching. I really want to know how did you come up with that name, because that's so profound. Thank you so much, Sadie. I appreciate that. I'm I am proud of my name and I get lots of compliments on my name. Um, Obviously, JC are my initials, Jennifer Chapman, but not only that. um, So a new kind of therapy and healing that I found after my stroke was Pilates. And um, the studio that I go to here in town is called Just Breathe. And I love that because a lot of times in class, she will say to us, just, just hold just pulse, just lift. And she makes it sound like so simple. Like we're doing these movements and they, they're so simple, but they're so hard every single time, right? She makes our class very hard every single time for us to be able to feel the burn and feel, 
you know, feel what we're doing. And so with just commit, it sounds simple. Like I'm asking you to just commit to a program with me, but it's so much more than that. I mean, you're committing to yourself and this, a new, a new, you know, reprogramming of, of your limited beliefs and your mindset and learn how to move forward, you know, with your, with your life. Um, so I'm very proud of my name. Yes. I love it. And as you was talking, I just kept hearing just commit transformation is sometimes painful so if you could just commit to this program and watch it transform your life although it's painful it's going to be beauty in it as well no doubt about it no doubt about it um yeah if there isn't pain within your transformation it it may not be big enough right like it's you're gonna feel it yes yes i want to think that any of these limited beliefs from your childhood and from, you know, just life, did you think that they would hinder you from starting your business or even succeeding in coaching that you got on your own? Great question. I know I would say no, because I know that when they come up, I don't let it stay there. And I don't let those limiting beliefs control me, control my life. Um, I just see so many people and I can only speak to, you know, people that I've connected with, but like stroke survivors, for example, they have let the stroke define them. Whereas I've just, for me, it's a defining moment in my life, but I will not let it define me. And unfortunately, so many stroke survivors, you know, will say out loud, like, I want to go back to the to the way I used to to be, the way things used to be, the old me, I want to go back. Until you realize that's not going to happen, you will continue to stay stuck and feel like, um, like locked in your own body, like in your own self and, and will have no idea how to get out because you don't want it bad enough. And the key I think is you have to have the want and the will to, to want to change, you know, and not let that fear or that self-doubt control your life. Yes. So I'm hearing like, victim mentality like why me why me and not what can I learn from this situation girl you nailed it you nailed it and I literally literally over these last few months I've, I've thought about if I were to do a TED talk for example what would it be and it would be to my topic would be to embrace a warrior mentality versus the victim mentality like woe is me why me like it's really hard to have compassion and sympathy for somebody that has that mentality. Why would you cheer somebody on when they don't cheer on themselves? Exactly. Yes. It's, it's almost impossible because it's like you draining all your energy to somebody that's not putting nothing back. Like I'm fighting for you, but you fight right. me. So it's that's like, right. it, it, it's not going to work. So what does mindset transformation mean to you? Ooh, what does transformation mean to me? Mindset transformation mindset transformation mindset transformation is literally doing the work from the inside out and not you know not from the outside in not not letting any external factor control um the way you perceive your outlook on life and it's it can be there's small simple ways to to transform your mind but it's not easy because you have to continuously do these things right every single day. I can tell you, well, you need to 
learn how to reframe your mind and really focus on the things that you can do versus what you can't do, you know, and, and saying, I want to do this, not, I can't do that. You know, it's, it's simple ways to look at what the self-talk, the most powerful conversation you can have is with yourself. So what are you saying to yourself each and every morning when you get out of bed? Exactly. Exactly. People don't even understand the strength in that. And just being a stroke survivor as you are, like, I'm sure you have to learn a lot of things over mm. by, by just, I don't know if you had to learn how to walk over, talk over. I'm not sure how deep it was, but I'm sure it wasn't just like easy peasy on that journey. And that alone, just shifting your mindset to say, I'm going to do this regardless and not saying I can just sit in this bed, collect disability and whatever, you know, because a lot of times that's what people do. Can you give us a, you had to shift your mindset in order to get to where you are today? Oh yeah. Uh, Every single day, every single day, you know, it's uh, mindset. I don't know if you believe that mindset is truly everything, but it's at least 90%. I mean, there may be some, you know, some, some physical aspects to it, but it's, and I think from a stroke survivor standpoint, you handle the physical part of recovery first, you know, that's first and foremost, but, but then it is, it's so much more about the mental and emotional aspect of recovery. And I would have to think that that's that way for most everybody that goes through life-changing experiences or events, whether it's, you know, grief, trauma, abuse, you know, cancer diagnosis, whatever that is, are you letting those situations control you or, or, or do you have the will inside of you to flip the switch and control what, what is happening? Cause everything happens for a reason, for a purpose. And until you, you want to know what that is, yeah, you're going to stay in the victim mentality. Absolutely. I definitely believe that everything that happens in our life is a process to get us to our purpose. I absolutely believe that. And I just want to thank you for doing the work. And when you said that the physical first, sometimes it takes the mind in order to get the physical to work. And because if I'm saying in my mind, no, I'm, I can't do this physically, my body ain't even going to have the strength to do it. But if I'm telling my mind, I can do this, I'm going to do this, it'll give me the strength that it'll trick your body into saying, let's get this done, you know? So I'm I'm just so thankful that you did the work to shift your mindset. I'm so thankful that you want to be the light and pour into other people. When you do coaching and deal with coaching, are there ways that you see individuals that are stuck mentally? And if it is, how is it, how do you help them become unstuck? Such a great question. Yes. I mean, so many of my clients that, you know, have some type of limiting belief. And the the interesting part is a lot of people are aware of what it is. Some people aren't even aware, right? It could be this, the subconscious um, belief happening and it's then working with them to figure out what it actually is. And then like I asked myself, when did I first start to realize that was a limiting belief? Because a lot of times these beliefs stem from literally our childhood, right? They, we've been programmed or conditioned from our, from our parents in some capacity. Um, and and now we're realizing as adults, okay, this is no longer working for me. Um, but the key is you have to understand, like you mentioned earlier, it's this ego part trying to serve us in some way, even though, okay, we know this way is not working for us anymore. It was trying to 
to keep us safe potentially or protect us, but it's then meeting it, meeting it with acceptance versus what I think most humans are conditioned to do, which is either fight it, resist it, numb it, keep it buried. If you continue to do that, you will continue to stay the same and, and, and wonder why, wonder why you're still stuck, not going anywhere. So I think the key working with my clients is showing them to like meet it with, with acceptance, honor it, thank it for showing up to then teach me that I now want to move into a different direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a firm believer in what you hide and don't expose. It cannot grow. You have to expose it in order for it to grow. And if you want to be free from something, you have to expose it. Definitely believe in that. So Why true. Do you, yes. Why do you think mindset is so important when you face obstacles? Because you are the literally only, you are the only person that can hold yourself back. It doesn't matter if, if, if you've got the best supportive system in the world, I, I was blessed with the best um, going through my, my rehab and recovery, but ultimately it was up to me to have to get up and do the work every single day, especially on the days that I, right, that I didn't want to, that you're extremely exhausted and fatigued and literally don't have the motivation to get out of bed. Those are the days you got to do it anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always say you must encourage yourself because you're never always going to have somebody there encouraging you or patting you on the back. It's integrity. You got to stand up and encourage yourself. Can you give us three ways that you shifted your mindset from these limited beliefs that you did have? Um, Because I don't, I I couldn't see them right now. You know, if you would have told me I was, I had fear before I couldn't see that. You know, mm. so can you give us three ways that you shifted your mindset to get to the Jennifer that I'm seeing right now? I love that question, Sadie. Um, one is, has definitely been um, implementing like a gratitude journal and really, and I don't, I don't even know if that's a cliche or just, oh, so many people are doing that. But, but when you intentionally are able to jot down you know, three or four things that made you smile each day. Like I said, it's easy to do on, on the good days, maybe, but on the bad day, you know, if it's a bad day or a hard day or a tough day, can you still pinpoint two or three things, small things that made you, um, gosh, just appreciate waking up for the day. Right. And, and, uh, what, what can put a smile on your face? So I think that's, that's definitely been something I've implemented ever since working with my coach, as well as, um, positive affirmations. That's a huge mindset shift. When I have these written uh, affirmations on my mirror that I can look at each day. And I've also, there's, there's obviously several apps out there, but, but the, I am app, I love it because it, it texts me at the very moment that I maybe needed to hear something throughout the day that reminds me like, that's right. I've got this. I've got everything I need. I have all the love that I need and deserve. And, and, you know, I am worthy and I am, I am who I am meant to be. I am meant to be in this very moment, you know, and nowhere else. So it's things like that, that are so simple, but yet so incredibly powerful. And if you can do those on a consistent basis, your mind will start to shift and believe it every day. I truly believe that. Um, if you do 90 days, I created a 90 day journal and devotional and I really believe that is what helps me shift my mindset and it's all about gratitude and it's I am statements I am huge on that because I believe if you can 
be thankful that the sun is even shining on your side of the town and it's not raining yes. outside. That seems small. Like it seems so small to say, I'm thankful that my all my limbs is working because we expect that. We expect all of our limbs to be working when we get up out of bed. So when we give gratitude for that, it just makes you look at it at a whole different view. And then yeah, I it am, your perspective. Absolutely, definitely changes your perspective. And then the I am. Um, thank you for even saying that. So Jennifer, what she did to shift her mindset is being grateful, being thankful, not taking things for granted because it's so easy to take things for granted. Very much so. Yeah, just like you said, like thank yourself for getting out of bed today. I mean, not everybody has that that opportunity. So it is not too too big or too small to acknowledge the fact that you are that you have been able to get up another day and serve in some capacity, right? Exactly. And, and even for you, I'm I'm gonna just say this, like some people don't survive stroke. So you gotta you have a purpose and you're fulfilling your purpose. So you kick the stroke's butt. Let's just be honest. And <laughs> other individuals that may survive it or someone that's listening to this, they might have breast cancer or they survive whatever it is that tries to take them out. Jennifer is a perfect example of surviving it and just committing to her purpose and fulfilling her purpose. That's amazing. <laughs> someone is listening to this and they're going to be like, wow, I'm at this standstill in my life. But if she can do it, I know that I can do it. Is there a word of encouragement or some inspiration that you can give them to give them that get up and go so that they can transform their life? Mm. Yeah, I just want to tell people that you were meant to be here for a, a purpose and you're maybe not, you're not meant to find it alone. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to want it bad enough to find it, but that you know, everybody needs somebody. And, and even though I, like I said, I had the best support system in the world. It was still me knowing, okay, I no longer want to be in this space anymore. What can it look like to move forward in a different direction? And it was, it was hiring the coach for me that I needed to, she didn't, yes, she helped me tremendously, but it was, it was still her making those suggestions and kind of just forming that bridge, meeting me where I was, helping me move forward, but still me committing to the work. And I just, I would just tell people, commit to you, for you. Like you are here for a reason, like own it, know it, be proud of it. I mean, just you, you are meant to, to, to be this best version of yourself, but only you can find out what that can look like. So um, if anyone wants to know more about that or, or is just, has their interest peak, I would love to just have that complimentary call with them to kind of talk through that. And, um, you know, if I, if I'm able to share my email, you know, Jennifer at justcommitcoaching.com, I would love to hear from somebody that if hopefully I said something today that resonated with them and they want to learn more. Absolutely. And I'm sure people will reach out. That's so amazing that you said that because a lot of people are scared to invest in themselves. And I believe that you have to invest in yourself and it has to be the right coach because I might can have a group of people, but I can't reach all of them, but maybe you can reach people in that group, you know? So getting with the right person and really totally. committing to transforming your life, not thinking that a coach, because a lot of people are afraid to hire a coach because they think a coach is trying to fix their life. No, a coach is just someone there to help you stay on the right path 
I think a lot of people get coaching mixed up with a babysitter, no, or a therapist. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. totally different. And a coach is not going to fix your life. You have to fix your life. A That's coach right. gives you the tools for you to use those tools to fix your life, but only you can do it. So commit to one to transform, commit to one to shift your mind from a poverty mindset to a prosperity mindset and just commit to investing in yourself so that you can become the very best version of yourself. So Soul Food with Sadie is all about planting seeds. I believe that this platform is to plant seeds in other people's lives. And I believe that the guest that I have on here is to water those seeds. So can you leave a seed with the people, a word of encouragement, even if it's just one word, something that will resonate with them to make them ponder on it so that they can grow? Mm. Yeah, I think I think a huge thing that I've learned over this last year becoming certified was knowing knowing that you're worthy without being tied to anything external to feel like you that's what's going to make you feel worthy right like this this relationship this job this you know this this person this thing i'll be happy and i'll feel worthy when and it's it's knowing your your worth is inside of you have the will to want to tap into that and express it so that everyone can see that you are, are of value and you are, you know, you are meant to be here and you are, you're worth it. You're worth it. That was, that's, that was good all in itself. You're worth it. Someone listen to this and they're going to be like, I want to get that complimentary call. I really want to know how I can become the very best version of myself. How can I reach Mrs. Chapman? Yeah, please um, shoot me an email at jennifer at justcommitcoaching.com. Um, I'm always, I'm also on Instagram at justcommitcoaching. Uh, and I am, I'm on LinkedIn. There's a lot of people out there that I've, that I've networked with, you know, from a professional standpoint that they're human beings, just like all of us. And it's just an amazing platform where they've got their struggles too. So I'm um, happy to connect on there as well, but shoot me an email if you're interested in a complimentary call and I'm happy to schedule that with you. And all of her information will be in the show notes. I am most thankful that we went ahead and got this done. And I am very, very grateful that we can look at life with the glass half full instead of half empty because you've been through a lot. I've been through a lot, but we didn't allow it to stop us. And I'm just so thankful that every guest I have on here have been individuals that have not allowed their mindset or this victim mentality to keep them stuck. So thank you, Jennifer, for being the light. Thank you for just being the CEO of Just Commit. That name is so profound. It's like Mm. just when you read it, it's just commit. Like, what are you waiting on? Why are you making (laughs) excuses? Just commit. So thank you again for being a guest on Soul Food with Sadie. All of your information will be in the show notes. If you would like to connect with her, go to the show notes. Make sure you guys take advantage of the complimentary cause and just commit to bettering your life. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Is there anything else you would like to say to the audience before I end the... Oh, just do not let any situation have control over you. You've got the power to have control over over everything in your life if you if you want to it's your choice
Yes. Thank you so much for being a guest on So Food with Sadie. I am thankful for health in my body, peace in my mind, ears to hear and eyes to see. I am thankful for hands to write, legs and feet to stand, and wisdom to understand the gems that were given unto me today. I am thankful that I can create a strategy that I can implement into my life. I am thankful I am divinely created for such a time as this. I will be thankful for the small things because the small things are only preparing me for the bigger things that are coming into my life. 